All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you heard, but like the Olympics are going to Beijing. 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 (laughs) Beijing. Um, And athletes are being told not to protest the Chinese government. But no one told us not to protest the Chinese government. So I just want to say free Tibet, free Tibet, down with China. Down with China as a country, not, you know, Chinese people are cool, but your government and down with communism. Your, yeah, your government's terrible and free Tibet. And and boycott the Winter Olympics. Leave, and Don't leave, watch uh, it. Leave. Yeah, yeah. Don't I watch mean, the Winter Olympics. Yeah, the Winter Olympics, like, I mean, who, who watches weird. it? Who watches I, it anyway? <laughs> it's weird too, because it's like there's billions of dollars being made, but you know, these are amateur athletes who don't get paid. It's really weird, but whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. Do we, do we even do you even watch the Winter Olympics, bro? Oh, dude, you know the only sport I like. Ah, I forgot the name. What is it? It's like shuffleboard, but like on ice. Oh, bro, bro. What is that I, called? I, it's um. Curling. Curling, dude. Curling, curling. Oh, dude, curling is so much fun. But wait, why is that an Olympic sport, right? Like, what? I think of, like, the Olympics as, you know, finely tuned human athletes, right? People who only eat broccoli and chicken breast, like, drink water and sit in saunas (laughs) for four hours. Like, those are the people that go to the Olympics, right? Right, right. But But not not the curling guys. No, dude. <laughs> the curling guys, guys eat. eat the curling guys eat mac and cheese, and yeah, they're, they're uh, the ones who get. Uh, they're the ones who get like the the what is it called like super tater tots with like <laughs> the, the, the tater like, top fries and nacho cheese. Yeah, you know, dude. Uh, they eat the carne asada fries. Yeah, dude. Those guys. Those, those dudes. Guys, dude, I don't know who are like. <laughs> How are you gonna celebrate winning this gold medal? I'm gonna polish off these 16 Nickelodeon lights. <laughs> That's exactly those guys. Those guys. those guys are the ones who are curling, dude. I don't know, man. That curling. I think watch, the best dude. the best part about curling is how the announcers are trying to get you into the sport. How they're like really overexcited about what's going on. So that's what's crazy about that, dude. But but dude. I mean, when you said shuffleboard, I almost I almost cried, bro. Uh, that yes. I I uh, I shed a tear a little bit. Uh, but let, let's let's you know before we jump into that, dude. Let's just let's just start off the show real quick. Welcome everybody. We're back to new episode of the Beta Report. That's right. <laughs> yes, we're back, guys. We are back. I am one of your co-hosts. I am the con. We got Louis. What's up, Louis? Yo. Uno. Sorry. Dude, it's been so long. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Uno. Okay. Um, my, my bad. Everybody's like, who's this? Louis. It is Louis. Oh my goodness. No. Uno. What up, man? We um Jay is missing because he's trying to get his masters, so he's he's MIA for a second. But he'll he'll be back, guys. He'll be back. Forever five will be back with his stories, but Dude, let's start off, man. I know that we have not been on for like a month and a half almost. I know we've been just kind of, you know, everywhere. We've been traveling. We were on vacation. December was crazy. But then January, who would have expected January to be the way it it turned out to be for our boy Uno here? And I'm going to let him explain. We mentioned, or I mentioned the shuffleboard. 
And that's just part of his whole <laughs> January journey that he had. You know, let the people know your pain, bro. Man, so January was wild. I don't know if you guys remember, but the end of December, early January, it rained, right? And Samantha and I were in Chicago for to be with family. And we came back right like right around New Year's, right? And so the water destroyed my house. Oh my gosh, guys. Okay, so <laughs> I have a canopy that goes across across my backyard, right? And the water weighed down the canopy and snapped it out of place. Okay. So then now that there's no canopy in the backyard, my shuffleboard is exposed to the elements. So when we get back, it's got like a little pool of water that flooded my little my little shuffleboard. And now it looks like it looks like it looks like the Grand Canyon. It's bad. <laughs> then uh, we had a leaky roof, which caused flooding inside that well inside our walls it was so weird like our walls looked like a teenager's face like it just bubbles everywhere dude <laughs> and then <laughs> we had mold in the attic you know um and our hvac broke down when i walked into the house it was 43 degrees and i was like what the heck is going on here anyway um <clears throat> then uh later on a couple of days later, our refrigerator breaks, dude. Our refrigerator breaks, stops running, right? And then my fiance, she catches COVID. So January sucked. Oh, and also we got termites. We also got termites. So January sucked. It was not fun. It's still not fun because even though all those things happen, not all of them are resolved. There's still a lot of resolving up in the air. But January sucked. And it, you know, delayed our recording of the podcast just because Jeff needs me. The con needs me. He needs someone to kind of just vibe off of. But we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We are back. And I know I could have done it by myself, but it's not the same, dude. It's the beta boys. It's the beta bros. The beta boys. It's not just me. So uh, I can be like. We're the beta boys. We're the beta boys. Because <laughs> it's the beta boys. We're the beta, beta boys. boys. <laughs> We need to do a, a a video like that with our, you know, what are they, like little dreads they have? <laughs> hey, who are those guys, though? For reals. They're just like a TikTok viral group, that's all. And, I mean. Nothing special, dude. <laughs> have you seen the video of Snoop Dogg and uh, Kevin Hart making fun of those guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's hilarious. Why, why is there no Kevin Hart Snoop Dogg TV show? Those guys had some crazy... Chemistry during the Summer Olympics, those guys were funny. yeah 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 they did they, they were did. they were hilarious bro. All right man, so we've been out, so obviously we're gonna take some time to talk about some things that we haven't had a chance to talk about. We're not gonna go way back, but we I, I think we gotta give our two cents on probably probably the biggest uh, comic book nerd movie of 2021. Um, I mean yeah 2021, uh, which was pretty insane and i'm talking about spider-man no way home my goodness this movie was crazy dude i, I mean what a beautiful wonderful cinematic masterpiece yes. it was amazing dude and i'm gonna flex out here a little bit i uh watched this movie on in Times square dude oh wow York. 
So okay, that was pretty cool. That was uh, that's very New York of you. Okay. Uh, dude, it was uh, it was an experience because we watched the opening night at uh, at an AMC on Times Square, and uh, dude, the crowd. I think the not since um, Endgame. Uh, or even Infinity War, was there such a rowdy crowd for this movie, bro? I, I think it was even maybe even louder, bro, than 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 um, than Endgame. It just, Whoa. Yeah, I think so. At least in the theater, I was. Right? I didn't, you know, it was a bunch I was of. There. I mean, I was there when we saw Endgame, and it got it got insane during the final scenes. Yeah, and and, and I think I don't know. I think. Uh, just because the, uh, I think people knew this was coming, but just the the fact that they were seeing it on screen when you see Tobey Maguire and then you see actually Andrew Garfield first and then Tobey Maguire, then, um, and obviously we're gonna talk spoilers because like I mean if you're like one of the three people who haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure everybody has seen No Way Home. But dude, I mean, like here's the thing, right? Our, our, the No Way Home was. Like you just said, it was a masterpiece. It was amazing. I think part of it was the fact that we actually got to see Andrew Garfield, Tommy Maguire on screen with Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And something that was like a, a, a fever dream. I don't, nobody thought this was going to happen like a couple of years ago, and now we have it on screen. But where does it rank for you, Uno, uh, in the pantheon of Marvel movies here? Like where does it land in um in like the top five top three you know i mean it's a gold tier movie that's that's no doubt about that but where does it land for you um i would probably put it like fourth fourth like i would still probably put what's ahead um, of it captain america captain america civil war um i would put um infinity war and Endgame, and then Iron Man, and then No Way Home. Okay, you were yeah. working the other way yeah. around. So oh, it's five. So, so you put five. it number five as in the okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the best movie. I think I think part of it, like I think part of like the um, like the momentum is like the circumstances, like. Most people, you know, we haven't really been able to go to theaters in almost two years, right? Like March is going to be March of next, next, next March, like next month, it's going to be like two years of lockdowns, right? And um, I know, like, that's probably one of the most um, like risky situ COVID situations you can be in is being in a theater, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. People, yeah. like, you're going to sit there for an hour and a half. And you're in closed space and you're probably sitting with a bunch of people, like even an empty theater, you're sitting there with 20 other people. So mm -hmm. all that to say, it's like theaters is probably one of those things that people have avoided the most during this, this pandemic. Right. Yeah. Um, and now things are feeling relatively safer. So people are like going back to movies, but even then you're like, ah, do I really want to risk it for like, you know, this mediocre movie, but anyway, like star Wars, I mean, star Wars, like Spider-Man is one of these movies that's like, like worth it. Like, like let's do it. And the circumstances feel different too. So, I think part of it is just like we're excited to be back in the theaters. We're we're excited to kind of like live a little, to see a great movie, to feel like things are normal again. I think that's part of the reason why it's been so successful. 
that's that's a good point. I think that's a good point. I, I, I that's a good point. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I I think you know for me it's top three. You know I think it's, um. You know Civil War number one, uh, Infinity War number two, and um, uh, uh, No Way Home number three and four is Endgame and five is Guardians of the Galaxy for me. At least that's how I would rank oh, my, my top five. Yeah. yeah, that's my that's probably. Me personally, is one of my favorite that I could watch all you know all the time. But if I'm gonna objectively like rate them, you know, I think Civil War is still like one of the best out there. You know, so, uh, but I, I, you know, I, in its significance, I think this movie kind of stands out though too. I think that it's just the fact that they were able to you know grab movies uh, or at least the the Spider Man from a different. Um, uh, time i guess right outside of the mcu and bring them into the fold was i think amazing bro and we we have to talk about how good willem defoe was that that dude took like the 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 rumor out there was that he said if i'm gonna come back it's not gonna be as a cameo i want a, a part in this movie and he's he like took over the main villain role dude he was amazing bro he was he was awesome bro. i thought he, i thought he was great in this and um uh Dude, I'm getting work emails. Sorry about that. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's it's the fact that, you know, Willem Dafoe was amazing. The chemistry with Tom Holland and uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire was through the roof. Um, yeah, yeah, seriously. Did you notice, and one of the things I noticed is that they made Andrew Garfield like the one with the most emotion and the most heart out of the three? Yeah, um, I think... Uh... Um, it's, it, it's, I think, I think that there was just a lot of room to work, work with, right? Like we all like as, as Spider-Man fans, right? Like even the amazing Spider-Man, like we all saw, but like the whole like Gwen Stacy moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And him, him being able to like redeem himself with like MJ, like we all feel that dude. We all feel dude. like, well, he, yeah. He, so dude, there are three instances I could name right now on, uh, that really, uh, showed how much emotion they gave mostly to Andrew Garfield, right? There's one where he says, uh, wow, I really wanted to have brothers. And he's the one that yeah. says that. And it's like, he's he's like, he is just in, in like in the moment enjoying the yeah. fact that he has all these yeah. guys that are like brothers. He says that in the movie. Yeah. Number two, yeah. he's the one that says, I love you. I love you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, which he's, was, which was improv, by the way. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it was oh, improv. It dude. wasn't like, yeah. That was amazing, bro. And maybe, yeah. you know, that explains why they couldn't say anything. They didn't know what to say. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then number yeah. three, like you just mentioned, the Gwen Stacy uh, um, parallel, you know, when he saves yeah. MJ. Yeah. And then he's just looking at her, like his eyes full of tears. And you can hear the whole crowd yeah. is like, oh, like, yes. just so crazy yes. about it. Those are the big yes. three instances that I see that they just, Andrew Garfield just had more of the emotional scenes, you know? And so, um, uh, then you got to talk about how Alfred Molina's Doc Ock meeting Tobey Maguire later on in the movie. And it's yeah, just, yeah. dude, those were just, man, it, this, I'm telling you, this movie had, I think, such a big impact uh, because of the, the fact that you actually got to see what was the worst kept secret, I guess. But, that was there, you know? So yeah, uh, definitely pretty awesome. And I just loved every minute of it. So I just 
can't wait. Now they're saying, you know, rumors are that they're, you know, that Andrew Garfield is going to have his third movie because he was the only one that didn't have a a, a, a third movie. Um, so he's going to have a, a third movie, uh, or at least it's rumored that he's going to have his, um, you know, kind of complete his trilogy. So that would be pretty awesome if that's true. So, um, yeah, dude. And then just today they announced that Dakota Johnson is going to be Madam Web and the whole kind of um, uh, universe of, you know, the the web universe, I guess is what they're calling it. So I don't know too much about it. So we won't talk a lot about it. But there, I mean, it's opening doors for a lot of things. So it's going to you know be um, pretty interesting as we go on. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's interesting. Madam Web. Because Madam Web, I remember her being old, right? Yeah, they're going into. A, I'm assuming uh, they're just going to go into a different direction instead of putting a bunch of makeup on her. Well, so. um, uh, yeah. I mean, I think um, all that to say, dude, is that you know, Spider-Man was once again like a well-executed like story. Like everything felt like it just it you know the chemistry that those three had. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't feel awkward. It didn't feel like fabricated. It felt like they felt more of a team than like suicide than any of the suicide um, squad like uh, teams. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had even less time. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to to Andrew Garfield, right? Like Andrew Garfield having part three. I think that. You know, I think in the grand scheme, like Andrew Garfield kind of got like um, like the short end of the stick. You know, it's like not mm-hmm. his fault that like those stories weren't well done, well written, well executed. Um, but he's such a great actor, dude. Like outside of that, you know, it's like he, he's got he's getting buzzed for Tick Tick Boom. You know, and yeah, yeah. He, you know, mm-hmm. he was great in Social Network, um, and obviously, like he stole this, he stole a bunch of scenes as Amazing Spider Man. So, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what happens next, dude. All right, let's jump into the book of Boa Fett. And I want to know what you think about this show so far, bro. I think there's been some kind of little bit mixed reviews, although, like, we got, a, we got like, right in the middle of Book of Boa Fett, we got The Mandalorian Season 3 almost, is what it seems like. But tell me, what do you think about the show, dude? How is it hitting for you? That's what I think, dude. It's been. I was like, did big, your mic go off? <laughs> it's been a big giant flopperoo, dude. Um, here's the thing, dude. Like, when did Boba Fett become freaking like, uh, Aragon? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when did he become freaking like? I don't know, dude. Like, like a noble warrior. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm I. I must, I live and breathe honor. Like, it's just, get out of here, dude. (laughs) Get out of here. Who you are. Be who you are, dude. Like, if we learn anything in Black Panther and Lion King, it's like, you gotta be who you are, dude. Remember who you are. He's Boba Fett, dude. He is the, the universe's most feared bounty hunter. And all of a sudden, they're trying to turn him into, like, you know, the noble king of whatever dude and i don't like it um so just kind of like um it just feels flat i don't feel like there's any tension like i don't i don't feel like 
the, here's the thing too. It's like, what does he want? Like, what does Boba Fett really want? You know, and like right now, I, I, I feel like what we're being told is like, Boba Fett wants to be, he even said it, like wants to be a ruler who rules out of respect. Like, do we believe that? You know what I mean? Like, do we, like, do we care that that's what he wants? Like, do we want him to get that? You know, like, it, it's just, I don't know. The thing is, like, right now, I don't care. Right now, I do not care. Like, that's, that's what happened with, um, the Mandalorian and Grogu. It's like, they come into the story and it's like, I care. Like, I want these things to happen. There's like, um, you know, like, I want, you know, I want to see what's in the bag. I want to see what he got Grogu. Like, I want to, I want him to see Grogu. Like, I want him to get better with the Darksaber. Like, I want these things, like, you know, like, whatever. But it's like, I don't want anything for Boba Fett, but to be unleashed and be freaking a savage, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know. It's weird because, like, he can't decide what to, what he wants to do. Does he want to be a crime lord or does he want to do a workers' union? Like, yeah, he's like trying to unionize everybody or something. I don't know. It's just it's just kind of weird because, you know, you always thought of like Boba Fett as this like oh this feared most fe- the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter. And he's ruthless and whatever. And he's, like, really not. Like, he's, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, this noble warrior. Like, uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to uh, rule with respect or whatever. I'm going to rule with respect. (laughs) Why, dude? (laughs) It's just... Why? Yeah, it's just weird, bro. It's just just weird. And then, like, like, I I know it sounds like we're just, like, crapping all over it. But I, I think, like... It's not what I expected. It's not terrible, but it's just kind of weird that he, you know, he's playing this character that you kind of didn't expect. And then number two, where I think it's cool for us, but it kind of hurts the show a little bit, is that when the Mandalorian comes up, it totally like makes the show better. And you're like, wait, it's called the Book of Boba Fett, but all of a sudden we have like uh, episode one, season three of the Mandalorian in the middle of the Book of Boba Fett. And you don't even see Boba Fett in that episode at all. It's all Mandalorian, and I think it's episode five. <clears throat> yeah. And then yeah. Uh, and then you get episode six, which just came out this week, where you get uh, a young... Uh, did you watch episode six, this, the new yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. So you get a young Mark Hamill, uh, again, CGI, way better than the finale. It looks a lot better. Um, and then you got uh, Ahsoka Tano in this, and then you get uh, a Clone Wars character in Cad Bane in this, which is uh, which is a huge deal because you actually get them in live action. So it's it it was a really good episode, but then again, it highlights the oh, and it has a cameo of Boba Fett in his own show. Like yeah, end. yeah, like he's a he's a ca- in a cameo character. So like it just kind of like points out how, how why Mandalorian is so good and why Boba Fett is not as good. You know, it's like, dude, um, <clears throat> Pedro Pascal has mastered the act uh, or the art of acting behind a mask or something, you know, like in a helmet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you could literally see emotion and just in this, the way he's moving his helmet around, dude. It's just crazy. Uh, so uh, it just makes me want to like already have the Mandalorian season three already. I just can't wait for that. But 
you know, Book of Boba Fett, I think, kind of fails a little bit. We have two more episodes only, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but, you know, that's crazy. So, I don't know. I, I, I hope it gets better, but, again, I don't think it's – I don't – I you know, I think the opposite of you. I don't think it's a flop, but I definitely think that um, it could be better. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it, dude, like I, I, the thing that worries me is that I just feel like, um, are they asking too much of John Favreau? Are they asking him too much to write this story and write this another story? Because you got to keep in mind, writing for a TV show is like writing four movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's asking a lot from one person. Mm-hmm. And like John Favreau is like, great. Like, he gave us classics, dude, like Swingers, like Elf, like Iron Man. Like, there's no question that, like, you know, he's he's a great writer. But are you asking him to do too much when he's writing multiple series, when he's writing multiple episodes? Like, is that too much? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not because his creativity isn't up to par. It's just like, you know, at some point, like, you chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, it could um, be. It could be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope, um, I hope the rest. I still have high hopes for the rest of the series. Like, I'm excited. You know, there, there's. It's funny because I've been the one who's been talking about like show us something new, right? Like I've been like, uh-huh. like, can we get yeah. over the Skywalker universe? But when they're handled properly, dude, like they're very engaging because when Cat Bane showed up, I was like, Ooh, like intrigued, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And every time Ahsoka Tano is on screen, I'm intrigued. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. I can't like, I love this, you know? Um, uh, so anyway, um, excited about them to, to continue with stories with characters. We love like the Obi-Wan story. I'm looking forward to that. And Ahsoka Tano, I'm looking forward to that. I'm a little nervous now about like the rogue, um, series. Um, I hope it doesn't suck, but, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we have the Mandalorian, dude, and it was it was pretty amazing, dude. It was pretty great, and uh, bro, I mean, what we haven't talked about is Moon Knight and that trailer, and uh, um, uh, Oscar Isaac in the lead role, bro. I mean, that Moon Knight looks pretty crazy. It looks pretty amazing. It looks definitely something different, something darker for Marvel to do. Um, Especially when it when it when it uh, tackles, um, you know, the multiple multiple personality or or what is that uh, uh, disassociative disorder? What is yeah it? yeah disassociative identity disorder something like that? It's I think the official name. So it's gonna be pretty interesting. But but we you know Oscar Isaac is amazing, bro. I know there's it's no it's no secret that this show loves Oscar Isaac, and uh, we just can't wait to see him in that role. But I think. What's cool about this is that the the what everybody's speculating is that Moon Knight is um, gonna lead into the Obi Wan show. It, you know the Obi you know the the Obi Wan Kenobi show that's gonna come out, and everyone's hoping that um, it will be released on May the fourth, right? May fourth, where we have our first episode. How how awesome would that be to have Obi Wan premiere on May the fourth, dude? Like, come on. I mean, you know what though? Like, do we expect? Like, I, I mean, yeah, I think they will. I think they will. I mean, like Disney makes mistakes. Disney kind of mishandles things. But come on, like yeah. this is a this is come on, come on now. 
Come on. Come on, dude. Like, do it, man. Come, Disney, like this. If they gave us, if they gave us two instances where the Spider-Mans were pointing at each other, like they will release Obi-Wan May 4th. They, they know how to do fan service. They got to, dude. They, 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 they have to. So I'm hoping that that's something that will 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 happen. All right, good. All right, so we would usually do. I wanted. I was going to combine the fact that we could do our our uh, pick of the week, and we don't have Jay to, to scream, but you know, pick of the week. Um, but I I wanted to combine that with something different. Hey, what? As a homeowner, as somebody who doesn't share a wall anymore, uh-huh. I can scream. Do it. I can scream. Do it. Pick of the week. Oh my God! <laughs> I think you can blow some people's ears out. Oh, I wasn't ready for that one, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> pick of the week. <laughs> Our pick of the pick of the week is a segment where we uh, give you guys a pick to uh, watch something over the weekend, uh, to watch something that's streaming, a movie, uh, whatever you know, it's any of the the streaming platforms. But I thought this time, since we've been out for a while, I know a lot of people have taken to binging certain things, watching certain shows. So I was going to give the time to say, you know what, for our pick of the week, let's talk about shows that have already been premiered and I've already have multiple seasons, but we're just kind of late to the party. So for our late to the party picks, I'm going to let you start. Uh, Uno, what is your pick? Even if you watch it, but there might be other people okay. who are late to it. So uh, I, yeah, I kind of yeah. know where you're going to go with, but go ahead, go for it. Oh, dude, I've been like, I feel like any opportunity I get, I talk about this, but if you're not watching Succession, um, what is keeping you from watching Succession? I want to know. Is it Succession is it? or Succession? Succession? Succession. Succession? No, it's Succession. Su- succession? Guys, girls, puppies, this show is dynamic. It is captivating. It is salivatingly good. It's like, like that. Um, uh, like the performances across the board are great. The writing is great. The, um, the, the way each character is unique, the way each character has this personality very different from others is also really great. There aren't like similar characters. They're also drastically different. Um, but it's such a great show. Um, you need to watch it. Like, you know, what, really what did you, tell? you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Give, you don't give know what it's about. Mm-hmm. So what you don't know, it's a, if you don't know what it's about, Brian Cox, who um, we might remember as like the bad guy as King. What's his face from, from King, Troy. King, what's his face. <laughs> he was also, um, he was, uh, uh, wasn't he striker striker in, striker uh, in the Wolverine movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy. The, you know, also the voice for the McDonald's commercials. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wait, that's him? Um, yeah, dude, he does McDonald's commercials. Shut up, that's him. Yeah, he does. Really? Yeah, dude. I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. So that guy, he is a a media mogul, like media mogul. Kind of think like you know, like like a uh, Rupert Murdoch kind of. You know, like I own a bunch of stuff, right? Um, <clears throat> Bob Iger, like that kind of, well, not Bob Iger anymore, but that kind of vibe, right? Like Walt Disney. Um, so, 
you know, they have a TV, they have a, they have a news network, they have, um, they have like television networks, they have uh, entertainment, they have theme parks, right? they have a cruise line. Yeah, they have newspapers, and he's much older, right? So he's eventually gonna retire. I think he, I think they that he turns eighty during the show. Is it eighty or seventy? Well, anyway, he's up there. He's old. And so, the, and so he's eventually got to give up control of his company. And he has three kids, right? And these three kids are drastically different. So, um, like, um, Jeremy Strong plays one of the kids. Um, and he's, uh, his name's Kendall in the, in the show. Um, and he seems to be like, you know, who, who the series starts off with him kind of being like, who is going to take over. Um, then we have, uh, we have Sarah Snook plays Shiv, Shiv Roy. Um, and, you know, a very, his very capable and successful daughter in her own right. And then Kieran Culkin, who some of you might remember from Home Alone as Fuller, drinking Pepsi, who wets the bed. <laughs> I forget that that's him, bro. <laughs> um, he, plays, he plays Roman Roy, and he has his own little vibe. And then lastly, there's the older, older son who's just like, you know, an afterthought. His name's Connor Roy, right? Um, but he was uh he was he was in speed. Remember him from speed? He's he was the, one of the passengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that uh um I get I think gets into with the gangster dude or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bus, yeah. He's yeah. like that privileged so anyway, privileged white guy or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, those are the the four kids, the three that are really in play for the role. And they all do such a great job of like with their characters. Even the supporting characters are really good. There's a cousin Greg played by Nicholas Brown. Hey, did you know Nicholas Brown is six seven? Dang. Yeah, dude. Six seven. Anyway, He's huge. Yeah. Six seven, dude. What Just the tall. heck, dude? Yeah. So um, Nicholas Brown plays the cousin, uh, Greg, um, and he's also great in his own right. Matthew McFadden pay, plays Shiv's um, fiance slash husband. His name Tom's Wamsbag. <laughs> yes, Wamsbag. <laughs> um, there's even like like I even like um, Arian Arian Moyed. He plays Stewie Hosini. Oh, dude, Stewie's hilarious. Stewie, <laughs> Stewie's good. But anyway, there's a lot of like great characters, great acting, great story, great writing. Uh, like it's, I don't feel like I'm kind of like, I don't feel like I'm delivering hot news here or hot take because um, it's it's already on season three. It's got like a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've been saying it since like day one, but this show is great. Watch it. Completely gold medal show. Gold medal show. Okay. All right. All gold right. medal show. Gold Jeff, medal are you show. watching it? Uh, I'm like still in season one, bro. It's taking... It, I want to punch you in the throat, dude. I know, I know, bro. I know, I know. I'm like, uh, like, two episodes in, three episodes in. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. bro. I know. Don't kill me. I, 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 I knew, I, I knew you would like that show. In the first scene, when Jeremy Strong is in the car. In. Because uh, he's just listening to the Beastie Boys, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's right. Dude, uh, yeah, Jeremy Strong's a great actor too, dude. He's 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 really good. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, not not probably not well known to everybody, but I think he's he's uh he's really great. So, 
um, bro, um, actually, I forgot to tell you guys that I'm going to go down to um, uh, Montana to become a cowboy so that I can come out in Yellowstone, dude, because that's my pick. Right uh, there, <laughs> I'm going to be riding horses, bro. I'm going to be an amateur bull rider because, like, cowboying is great, dude. Like, seriously. Dude, Yellowstone, that is my pick, bro. And if you don't know Yellowstone. what... Yellowstone. If you don't know what Yellowstone is, bro, Yellowstone. Okay, look. Dude, did you know that the biggest show on TV right now is Yellowstone? Yellowstone Yellowstone is pulling in like 11 million people watching every episode. It's it's pulling Dude, it's pulling in um these like uh Walking Dead numbers when it was in its prime. Do you remember when Walking oh, Dead was in his prime, like season two, season yeah, three? Dude. It yeah, was pulling dude. these crazy numbers on cable. That's what Yellowstone yeah. is doing. And and I think <clears throat> the interesting part about that is that not a lot of people know about Yellowstone, bro. It's not it's not getting like the uh, marketing that that Walking Dead would get. It doesn't get the attention that these other shows. And the only reason why I started watching it was because, of course, Forever Five was talking about. TV shows. He's like, dude, I'm watching Yellowstone. You should check it out. So I started watching it, and it is pretty great, bro. It is pretty awesome. Wow. Yellowstone stars Kevin Costner, and Kevin Costner has history playing like westerns, right? Open range. Yes. He has a history of playing boring cowboys, though, man. That's, <laughs> that was a problem for me, dude. Bro, Dances with Wolves is like is like iconic role. He won an Academy Award. Yes. For it's a sleep fest, dude. It is. Dances with wolves. This dances with wolves is like the worst movie man, the Academy Award. <laughs> dances with wolves, dude. Well, okay. All I'm saying is that I'm not saying he's great in those. I'm just saying that he has history of doing westerns. Uh, you know what's funny though? You're you're not wrong, bro. Because dances with wolves. Oh my god, dude! Three hours to get through that movie. I mean, it won an Academy Award, but whatever. Uh, open range. The movie's long, and like the first hour and a half, it's like, ugh. But then the the last like thirty minutes of that movie is pretty epic. It's pretty great. So wait, can I can I can I just reenact Dances with Wolves for for just like ten seconds? Go for it. Go. After the dog visited me for the fourth night, I realized we shared a connection. I decided that tomorrow morning I was going to get up and feed the dog. I was going to absorb the dog from a distance. I feel like the dog and I have some sort of bond that reminds me of this land. Me and this land have a bond. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the movie. It's just like That's the movie. flat, dude. <laughs> like, Bro, he's telling a story, man. He's telling a story. So let me go back to Yellowstone here. So he, he, okay, uh, Kevin Costner stars as uh, John Dunn, and he is a ranch uh, owner and he, and he owns the probably the biggest l- piece of land in all of the United States, pretty much. <laughs> His story is that he owns this huge, like, acres and acres of land, and it's uh, the Yellowstone Ranch. And everybody's trying to take this ranch away from him. Like, everyone's trying to take his land. That's basically, that's your synopsis for seasons one through four. <laughs> it's been going on. Everybody's just trying to take this land away from him. But the characters on here, bro, rip... Dude, there's a character named Rip uh, Wheeler. Dude, man, is that guy so dope, dude? But I mean, no joke. These guys are tough, bro. 
And really, like, the life of a cowboy, because they're actually, that's what they're called, cowboys. The guys who, like, are, like, kind of like the ranch hands. Guys who are, yeah. are running up cattle and, you know, uh, work on the ranch and, and um, just, you know, taking care of the fences. around. I mean, dude, it, it's, it may sound boring, but the story itself, those characters uh, are just pretty amazing, bro. And so it's uh, Kevin Costner, uh, his two sons, and his one daughter, and it's the drama between all of these, the people trying to take their land, them trying to protect it. Uh, it it's just, it's really well done. It's good. It's, um, dude, it's funny. I was even watching it, and Claudia comes by, and she's like, dude, what are you watching? Why are you watching, like, Western, like a cowboy show or something? Because it's not, like, you know, it's, I mean, yeah. Cowboys, right? It's not really up to date, but uh, it is uh, really good. I highly recommend you guys watch it. It's on Paramount Plus. Um, the new season is not on there yet, but if you have like YouTube TV or one of these streaming uh, live shows, um, like Hulu Live or something like that, you'll be able to watch it on there. Just you know, look it up and you'll watch the new season. Um, it sounds like you have to jump through a lot of hoops, but trust me. You'll enjoy it. I just have one question, dude. What's that? I just have one question. What's dude. that? What's that? Is um like no TV show? No, 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 like no um what am I trying to say? No Western movie or Western entertainment venture is complete if it doesn't have Sam Elliott in the cast. Is Sam Elliott in Yellowstone? He is in it's funny you say that. He's not in Yellowstone. He's in the prequel of Yellowstone that just premiered. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good enough, dude. Come on. That's good enough. Dude, like... Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't have Sam Elliott, dude, just don't even produce it. Don't even put it out there. <clears throat> dude, I think that when they signed Sam Elliott, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> I can't even do an impression of Sam Elliott. When they uh, hire Sam Elliott, they have to write a contract for Sam Elliott and his mustache. Cause I think his yeah, mustache, dude. his mustache gets like a whole nother deal because that's a character in itself, bro. You look at what Sam yeah. Elliott and you'll see the mustache that he has. That's a whole character right there, dude. Like you're you're actually hiring the the, the mustache and then you get Sam Elliott. So that's pretty much how it works. But yes, dude, he is in. Uh, I think the show's called 1883, and it's like the sequel. I'm sorry, the prequel to Yellowstone. So that's all. They're do they're doing another spinoff. Of that show of another ranch called the Four Sixes, dude. It's crazy, man. Oh my gosh. People are like really are into Yellowstone. And I think um if you get a chance, you know, you should watch it. I'll give you my login, dude. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got okay, you. Thanks. I got you. Bro. Thanks. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Beta Report. We appreciate it. I know we've been gone. We hope you guys come back uh as we uh just Go through this journey of watching TV shows and movies. Come on, guys. Just, just come come join us and waste our time with us on uh, these TV shows. And, you know, just I uh, hope you guys enjoy them. So don't forget to go check out our website, thebetareport.com. You can see all our – I know we haven't been on, but you can check, like, over 200 shows that we have that we've recorded. 200, bro. I think we're over that. Of all these episodes that we have on um, – our actual website you can also find us on you know obviously you're probably hearing us on spotify and um apple Podcasts, anything like that don't forget to subscribe and uh we just appreciate you guys so we'll be back hopefully next week so for the beta report this is the con 
Hey, Khan. What's up? You smell that? It smells like somebody died. <laughs> Is that Sam Elliott, like? Oh, no, that's, uh, what's his, Powers Booth. Well, bye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was it, dude. Till next week, guys. Thank you. Get it! <laughs>